Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Today in business from Wired. Face recognition is being banned, but it's still everywhere. Two dozen cities and states prohibit use of the tech, but it's on phones and is increasingly used in airports and in banks. By Tom Simonite. In November, voters in Bellingham, Washington passed a ballot measure banning government use of face recognition technology. It added to a streak of such laws that started with San Francisco in 2019 and now number around two dozen. The spread of such bans has inspired hope from campaigners and policy experts of a turn against an artificial intelligence technology that can lead to invasions of privacy or even wrongful arrest. Such feelings got a boost when Facebook unexpectedly announced on the day of the Bellingham vote that it would shutter its own face recognition system for identifying people in photos and videos due to growing societal concerns. Yet a few months earlier, and about 100 miles from Bellingham, the commission that runs Seattle-Tacoma International Airport passed its own face recognition restrictions that leave airlines free to use the technology for functions like bag drop and check-in, although it promised to provide some oversight and barred the technologies used by port police. SeaTac is one of 200 U.S. airports where U.S. Customs and Border Protection uses face recognition to check travelers' identities. At least seven states adopted face recognition to verify the identity of people applying for assistance, such as unemployment benefits. Even Facebook's headline-grabbing shutdown of its face recognition feature came with a caveat. The company said it will retain the underlying technology because it might be useful in the future as a way to unlock devices or secure financial services. This is the paradox of face recognition in 2021. The technology is banned in some places but increasingly normalized in others. That's likely to continue because face recognition is unregulated in most of the U.S., as there's no federal law covering the technology. Many uses of face recognition have lower stakes than in policing. Some, like unlocking a phone with a glance, can be seductively convenient. 
Despite concerns about the consequences of errors and evidence that some systems perform less well on people of color, the technology has become easy for non-tech companies to access and is generally reliable if deployed with care. A 2019 report by the National Institute for Standards and Technology said the majority of commercial algorithms tested showed unequal performance on different demographics, but also that any differences were minimal or undetectable for some of the most accurate and widely used algorithms. Apple's Face ID phone unlock system may be the most widely deployed and used face recognition system, but U.S. airports are forerunners in normalizing its use in public spaces and interactions with the government. CBP first deployed the technology in 2016 in partnership with Delta Airlines at Hartsfield-Jackson Airport in Atlanta to check the identity of people boarding international flights. The program has steadily expanded since, but it accelerated in 2021, in part because the agency determined that touchless technology was more valuable during a pandemic. At the end of 2020, CBP had implemented face recognition gates for incoming travelers at 17 airports. This year, it added the technology to 182 airports, which the agency estimates will cover 99% of inbound air travel in the U.S. The program stems from legislation passed in the wake of the 9-11 attacks requiring biometric identity checks for anyone entering or exiting the U.S. Facial recognition is used to check outgoing international travelers at 32 U.S. airports. CBP says it has processed more than 1 million travelers using face recognition and prevented more than 1,000 imposters from entering the U.S. at air and land borders. Since 2018, Delta has worked with CBP to offer international passengers flying from Atlanta the option of checking in and going through security using face recognition instead of conventional documents. In 2019, the airline used face recognition during boarding for 86% of its international departures from Atlanta. The proportion fell during the pandemic due to modified boarding processes, but is now at more than 60% of international flights and rising. Delta recently expanded the program to allow domestic passengers with TSA pre-check departing from Atlanta to progress from check-in to boarding using only their face for identity. The airline built the new system in collaboration with the Transportation Security Administration, CBP, and travel security company Pangium, and it plans to roll it out at other airports, starting with Detroit. Ranjan Goswami, Delta's Senior Vice President of Customer Experience, said the new process in Atlanta makes travel more convenient for passengers and is a blueprint for the future. The program is voluntary, and Delta does not save or store any biometric data, Goswami says. Sean Moore, a Pangeum executive who joined the company when it acquired his face recognition startup TrueFace earlier this year, says the debate about police use of the technology can obscure its value in other areas. It paints the industry a little unfairly, he says. While talk around regulation for law enforcement use shakes out, we've focused on areas where there's less concern and less risk, and people are getting comfortable. Moore says Pangium doesn't offer its technology to law enforcement, and that he supports regulating such uses. The Air Force also uses Pangium's technology to speed identity checks at base entrances, and the cryptocurrency exchange Everest uses it to sign up new customers. Finance companies are also showing interest in face recognition to speed identity checks. Encode, an identity verification startup based in San Francisco, says its face recognition checked more than 140 million identities in 2021, roughly four times as many as in the previous three years combined. The company's customers include HSBC and Citigroup, and it recently raised $220 million in funding from investors, including J.P. Morgan. 
Caitlin Seeley George, a campaign director at nonprofit Fight for the Future, finds the spread of face recognition in airports and other areas of daily life concerning. We need to ban all facial recognition because the harms of this technology far outweigh any benefits, she says. George considers seemingly benign or careful uses of the technology dangerous because they help normalize collection of personal and biometric data that can be hacked or exploited. The more places people see it, the more comfortable people feel, she says. When we do things for convenience, we may not be thinking through all the repercussions. At the same time, George is optimistic about containing face recognition. She points to Facebook's decision to shut its tagging system, the spread of local bans, and legislation introduced to both houses of Congress this year by a group of Democratic lawmakers and Senator Bernie Sanders, independent Vermont, that would ban use of face recognition by federal agencies. Similar bills were introduced in 2020, but did not proceed to a vote. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.